8.33 and currently the legal retirement age in this country is 60 but the government's looking to delay that by five years in order to introduce ways to extend the employment period for employees. We're setting up a bit of a, a theme for our aged or at least ageing, fast ageing society this half hour. Should the change take place starting in 2022 employers will have to choose between employment extension or rehiring retired former employees. Now we have Hyun Jung Bae from the Career Herald to brief us. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to be back. Yes. Long-term listeners will mm. remember you. Yes, a nice studio you have up here. Yeah, I can't believe this is the first time you've been inside our Digital Media City Yeah, studio maybe I should come more often. Yeah, you should. Because, of course, uh, we you used to be based in Chungbara, where you used to come all the time. But, uh, yeah, tell us, I mean, th- this is an issue that probably we covered once upon a time in the past as well, this kind of yes, issue anyway. Yes, it keeps coming up in Korea's history. Well, right now, well, the change, the series of change that you mentioned, they come as the country is facing a fast aging society. Data, alarming data, has been showing that Korea has the lowest birth rate among OECD states. It's also one of the fastest, the fastest aging countries there. So we have been observing concerned voices here in the media about the government's plan on retirement extension. Well, some people are worried about the methods, some direction and timeline, etc. Many of them seem to fear that despite all these struggles, the government's way may not take the intended effect on employment. So the Hangugilbo is one of those voices mm-hmm. suggesting this will end up shifting the employment burden upon companies. Yes, and this editorial first highlighted that the finance ministry's recent announcement on the productive age populations is actually part of the bigger plan. It's part of the uh, three major pillars. The first one was the retirement age. The second one, some deregulations to allow long-term residents for qualifying foreign workers. And the last being improved support supplies of key job categories such as school teachers and soldiers. The latter two involved relatively little dispute, but the retirement age was the hot potato there. And Hangul Gilbo tends to underline this point. It says the biggest controversy here is the retirement age extension. And it also claims that by doing this, the government will practically be, be handing over. It will be shifting over the increased social costs and its responsibility to companies. So what exactly are the detailed measures that the government's offering to make employment situations better for the elderly? Mm. There are quite several of them. One being the midterm plan to initiate the retirement age extension starting from 2022. And starting then, companies can choose among re-employment of retired employees or extending or even abolishing the retirement age. But that that is it. That, that is what they can choose from. And as you mentioned, as we have seen in the media, the subsidy for employers will be increased. So those who tend to hire elderly workers will receive a bit more subsidies. But these measures are to be applied mostly to private companies. So some of the conglomerates and public institutes will be excluded from the measure. But here's the thing. How many private companies are ready out there to continue to employ elderly workers despite the productivity and salary problem? And will this subsidy thing be enough motivation? Well, this editorial says no. These companies are already 
pressed with a number of challenges. We have the stalled local economy, external challenges, the U.S.-China, Japan factor. We could go on and on. So these subsidies, regardless of the amount or the timeline, could re- couldn't really be a way to address these fundamental structural problems. And structural problem is a term that we hear, we see it often yeah. in these related issues. Indeed we do. Uh, this idea of... Lack of productivity. I, I'm not convinced, at least in many cases, that there's a huge amount of difference between the age of 59 and 63 these days. And we're going to hear later this half hour about the 70-plus-year-olds who are oh, doing cheerobics. Yep. Um, but what's the Hangul Gilbo suggesting the government does to improve the elderly employment situation mm. here? Hangul Gilbo is suggesting that, of course, the ageing society problem should be taken care of. Yes, but more important than that, policymakers should take extra caution, look back on past cases of failure, and make sure that they don't happen again. The paper cited the compulsory case back in 2013 when the government was trying to push ahead with some changes in the compulsory retirement age. Back then, it wasn't really the figure, but it was the lack of consensus that mattered. And the case delivered quite some negative shock to the Korean economy, well, the paper recalls. So this is why the government should never overlook the role of labor unions down the road. Policymakers have been speaking of renewed salaries, shortened working hours, extended retirement age and all, but any significant change in those factors would require the consent of the labor unions. So here's a message from Hangul Gilbo. It says, the government's labor market reshuffle plan all comes down to its capacity to arbitrate labor and management, according to this editorial. Let's also get the Hangul's view on this. Well, Hangul noted that there is Little doubt that Korea is having a serious demographic problem. Well, we have been observing very extremely low birth rates of less than one baby per woman. We have also been observing the fast aging past. And the median age, according to the paper, but that is the right in the middle of the demographic spread, will be over 60. It will be 64.8 by year 2047. So, Under the current retirement age of 60, this means that more than half of the household owners will be retired by that time. So the paper, Han Gyeore, thoroughly cited all these alarming figures and more to point out that the aging demographic composition is really a vital structural, once again, structural challenge for our society. And this paper also supported at least partly the government's recent moves to respond to the issues. After all, a fall in the productive age populations would lead to a number of other problems, well, potential growth pace and labor productivity, poverty, etc. I, I know the paper also addressed the financial burden on employers, the extension of retirement age may never take the extended sorry, intended impact and only benefit regular workers in in favorable employment conditions like the conglomerates and public institutions that are out there. But um, we've only got time, I think, for one more paper. And I know you've had a look at plenty of media outlets. Can (laughs) I ask you just to pick one? All right, that would be hard. Uh, Let's choose this one. Uh, uh, The male business paper, Mail Gyeongje, noted that the model was taken from the Japanese model, and this is worth a look, I guess. Uh, It first pointed out that uh, the Japanese model and the current one going on in Korea right now lacks the social consensus, and it is important to communicate with the business business society 
to allow them to adopt flexible working conditions, to allow them to employ workers according to their needs and management situations. Without those prerequisites, the extended employment age thing, these attempts, may only boost social conflicts instead of having the intended impact of revitalizing the stalled economy. Hyun Jung, a pleasure to have you back in the studio, a different studio to last time. (laughs) Thank you for bringing us our spectrum today. Thank you.